guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Holy smokes, what happened there? Welcome to the Oxford Holy Club. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Brad Siliker, and joined by Andrew Beckwith. Hey, Andrew. Hey, we got all your election night coverage here, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Coming to you with that election. Um, so There's an election going on. End of coverage. And So be it. Uh, sorry about the technical issues with our intro. My, uh, my computer, for whatever reason, got slammed when we, we rolled that... Um, pre-roll video it just took up all my cpu and it here we were so anyway welcome to oxford holy club episode 124 hard to believe it's been 124 weeks andrew this one is this one is entitled decorating smorp and a would you rather it had been called i think i had initially put ponderables in there but then andrew threw me a curveball which is a great curveball to throw anyway uh so did you hit it uh, well i don't know if i bring it up quite like that is that i hit it andrew how are you really quickly i'm well okay well that's good andrew you? oh i'm f- oh i just i love going into an episode with uh with technical issues i was saying to andrew as it was all happening the program that i use i have all the settings jacked on it right now to uh to stream to youtube and facebook for our church and it worked really well on sunday but as is the case for whatever reason in the evenings whenever i do anything on the internet here we seem to have an issue so uh all 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 i will say andrew is that i've been perusing different internet service providers hi mom and there may be one out there that can offer us the internet speeds to surf the web unencumbered by such hiccups <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that my man nice yeah Good thanks one. all right well andrew let's toss to you and the tiebreaker yeah okay so here's the thing I meant to close my email and I closed my internet browser. So I'm just going to talk really slow for a minute. Let's get back to that coverage of the, uh, of the election. There's uh, still an election going on. So believe it or not, there was a, a local election here for Charlottetown and Winslow area. Ooh. Yes. And, uh, and the progressive conservative gentleman, he, he won the election. Um, they posted a picture early before it was announced with his son, who is probably the same age as maybe Jaden, um, uh, which is like eight, nine-ish. And he had a, a picture saying, you know, my dad's... Because they were tracking, and he's like... the the He drew on a card and said, my dad's winning the election. He's the number one guy or something like that. And and I at the time, I thought, oh, man, I... I hope he wins so that this poor child's dreams don't get shattered and that piece of paper doesn't just get like crumpled and tossed. Sorry, dad. But in fact, he won. Sorry, son, I failed you. I'm sorry, son. I I failed you. Well, we talked to you. You're not my dad anymore. Wow. Well, you know what? None of that happened and he won and now the (laughs) 
premier, I think, uh, is Dennis King, Premier King. He won his majority government here on the island. But oh, it was like a... It was like a full-on provincial election? Well, we had our provincial election a while ago, and the the progressive conservatives got in, but in our area, there had been... uh there had been a, a death with one of the people that were running. And so it was, if, if I remember correctly, that was the reason it was decided to postpone un, until a later time when they could, when that party could find its replacement and, and all that. So oh, okay. it's a sad, sad situation for sure. And those people still need our prayers. But anyway, uh, so we just wrapped it up. So there. Andrew, tiebreaker. I'm ready. Here we go with our tiebreaker. So if you've never seen a tiebreaker before, get ready. We're going to read a scenario, a real life scenario. Read it, Andrew. And uh, we are going to try and help these individuals with their issue uh, using our vast knowledge and experience. If I may, a marriage on the brink of disaster. Decorations (laughs) strewn about. Two men. Enter the scene to solve it. The property <laughs> to make brothers. Things worse. No, the tiebreakers. Brad and Andrew on NBC. All right, that's pretty good. Thanks, man. I'd watch that show. Okay, here we go with the tiebreaker. <laughs> we'll see. Bonnie loves to decorate the home for the fall season. Chris thinks she starts decorating too early in the year. Bonnie says she wants to enjoy her favorite time of year as much as possible. Who's right? Who's wrong? Chris says that pumpkins, ghosts, and ghouls are not fall decorations and should not be up as early as September. Uh, uh, it was showing me that I was having an issue here, so I checked on online that it's going. I also forgot that I turned on auto captions so that if you're watching with your volume down uh you you can see what we're saying so now i'm reading what you're saying while i'm saying what i'm saying and reading it uh mandy you're right it does sound like our house and i promise you when this tiebreaker was put into the notes our conversation about the christmas tree hadn't come up let me point out that it is in fact november 3rd and we were talking of a christmas tree yeah Ah, pumpkins, ghosts, and ghouls are not fall decorations and should not be up as early as September. So Halloween's kind of come and gone, Andrew. But it sounds like these people are putting up Halloween decorations, not fall decorations. Yeah, that's where I'm getting confused because they are different. But I don't think my opinion changes either way. (laughs) But, But what if, what if... What if Bonnie, what if, what if Bonnie's a witch? Let me just say it. Let me just get it out there. I'm just going to, what if Bonnie's a witch? And um, what does Scott Layton say? Nothing. I hope this tiebreaker finds you two on the same side of the fence or the tiebreaker will remain unsolved. And that is a show no one will watch. Thanks. Unless it's done solved mysteries, everyone will watch that. Um, okay, so what if she's a witch and for her growing up, <laughs> this is totally taking a turn. Th- those decorations were just part of the norm. You know, ghosts, ghouls, goblins. That's totally normal come fall because as a witch, you just put those things out. That's just how we express our fall uh, emotion. And and then mm-hmm, Chris, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. knowing that 
thought that oh, like a bewitched type very deal. very much like a bewitched uh mm. y- you know he he doesn't realize that she's a witch and she's a witch anyway um and uh that was a beauty and the beast thing i think is that a was that the one no that's kill the beast never mind anyway um chris didn't know about it and married her and now she's putting all this stuff out as is her you know her upbringing and he's going what's happening and she just thinks it's fall decorations but chris knows it's halloweeny stuff thoughts well i think that that's far-fetched bradley <laughs> well okay <laughs> what do you got whether it's fall or Halloween or Christmas decorations, I enjoy them for a time. And that time is not long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I really just enjoy Christmas decorations for a time. I don't think I need decorations for any other season. Uh, your uh, Scott Layton came in with the win. It is from yeah. Monty Python. Thank you. That's right. Uh, yeah. So I would say uh, it's too long, no matter what. <laughs> Whether it's Halloween decorations in September or fall decorations in September, I like two weeks. Two weeks tops. Yeah, and and within those two weeks, would you say like in the middle of those two weeks is the event itself? So you've you've kind of front loaded, you know, some anticipation with the decorations, and then you have the event, and then the next week preceding is kind of like yeah, taking them down. Yeah, it, it, it. So I know for us last Christmas, Mandy, you can correct me and Will if I'm wrong on this. I'm pretty sure Christmas Day was over, and I took our tree down. Um, oh, really? like the next day or something like that. But, uh, Halloween decorations are not fall decorations. This is coming from, in from Kelsey Amber. I would say one or two weeks max prior to Halloween and then taken down a couple of days after Halloween. Sensible. <sighs> yeah. Very Dur- sensible. Derwin Klo here is mentioning that if she is a witch, her husband has bigger problems to worry about than the decorations. <laughs> uh, what is like, the, I'm a, I'm a, like, we we definitely don't put Christmas decorations up till December. It's usually like a week or two, probably like a weekend, and then a week after Christmas, and it's down. Did That's you- like our general, and that usually we're sick of like bumping into the stuff that's everywhere and the clutter and yeah. I just hey, quick question. I see Lucas, our other host, is in chat making fun of me, mm. but I have a serious question about where is he? The only thing he said to us was that he couldn't be here. And that was, you know, a week or two ago. Cause he has to be there. He has, wherever he is. Well, he can't be, he can't be on the podcast and being annoying in the podcast chat at the same time. Taking down decoration, ta- taking down decoration down on the day, taking down decoration down on the day. Lucas takes him down on the day. Lucas got a frowny face for that one. Lucas, you're upsetting everybody. <laughs> Either that be was me, I, I frowny face for <laughs> uh, not being here. Okay, so like uh, Mandy sent me on was it Halloween day? Uh, we needed something for Harmony, and so I went to Walmart to go get what I thought I would find in the Halloween section. Upon walking into said Halloween section, it was the Christmas section now, 
And yeah, yeah, no, that was like almost a week before Halloween. It was the Christmas because we were looking for costumes. Yeah, uh, it it was ridiculous. So, so for you, Andrew, if I understood right, you're you're thinking like the week before or a couple of weeks before. Yeah, for decorations. Uh, okay, we need to finish this tiebreaker. I, I'm on the side of uh, Chris. I'm I'm also on Chris's side. Let me just ask. Mandy wants to put this tiebreakers taking to take a turn. Mandy wants to put the Christmas tree up like tomorrow. No, uh, just, uh, November twelfth. November twelfth. She wants to put the Christmas tree up. Lucas, we're glad to see you in chat, man. I I kid and joke. I'm glad you're there. And also at a quadra 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 annual election celebration. Because hmm. elections every four years. Okay. Did Lucas get elected for something? I don't know. I don't know. So Mandy wants to put the Christmas tree up November the 12th. Help. Uh, why are you throwing me under the bus? Well, I just... <laughs> Mandy, this is, where I, this is where I feel things out for other... Let's put it to a vote in the chat. Hey, chat, <laughs> should the Silikers put their tree up on November 12th, or should they wait till December 20th? <laughs> December 24th. only two options. Vote, 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 vote. Oh dear. I suspect we'll wind up putting it up on the 12th. Which not if chat says different. Th- that's right. We we abide by chat. Monica Rose says no. Thank you Monica. Monica 12th or the 20th. Oh. You got to vote. You got to vote Monica. Uh, I don't care what the vote says. They don't live here. Wow. That's fair. You do, Brad. I do. You live there. I do. I do live there. All right, we're going to move on from the tiebreaker. Yeah, cr- until Chris we wins. Back. After we tally the votes, we'll come back. Chris wins on this one. All right. So let's catch up. Uh, what you been up to, Brad? Well, I'm in a fight with my wife on Facebook, apparently. Um, about oh, Derwin, we got a 12th and we got a 20th. Oh, <laughs> heavens. If you want to stay married, I'd say you better just do what your wife says. That's kind of where I'm leaning as well. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, Halloween has come and gone and, you know, COVID Halloween, it was, mm. was actually, um, pretty awesome. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to say it. I would love every Halloween to be a COVID Halloween. <laughs> I know that's going to be controversial. Uh, I could do without the COVID, but I could definitely definitely do with the 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 creativity in people for getting their treats out because uh we didn't cancel halloween like some people do, uh, like some people do did just we got I, two for 20 <laughs> <laughs> sorry continue uh, uh so the way it was here was that you needed to have your stuff individually wrapped and laid out in a way that people could get it without really having to touch a bunch of stuff there was no like communal dipping in any of that type of thing and so it was for the kids, it was so simple to run up to a house. Everything was already laid out. You grab what you want and then you moved on to the next house. No interacting. Bam, 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 bam. No, there was none of that interacting with none people. None of that tr- obligatory trick or treat. No, one house, uh, one house was giving out rocks. I'm not joking. They had individually set out bags that had rocks in them. 
legitimate rocks. rocks from the ground rocks. Nothing special about them. Not a thing. Didn't. <laughs> I don't. I. That's the trick. That, they got a trick there. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, uh, so the way it works for us is pretty simple. Both kids don't want to be together. They want to go with their friends, which means Mandy and I don't get to go together. And uh, Mandy, and probably y'all know, I'm not a big costume fan. Mandy is the type that wants to like, hey, let's do the Christmas picture and everybody be in their Christmas pajamas or let's, you know, that type of thing. And I've always pushed back against that. And this year, Mandy pitched a Halloween costume, a, a duo costume for us and sent me the picture. And I just said, uh, I just responded with a yes, which is probably where I'm going to wind up with this tree thing. But I, I figured, you know what? Why not? Let's go for it. It was a bacon and eggs costume. And I thought that's kind of fun. We could do that. It didn't work out, and it, it turned out that Mandy and I didn't see each other all a Halloween night. So I would have been bacon. <laughs> would just, I would have just been a strip of bacon walking down the road with kids, <laughs> uh, looking like a dummy. Anyway, so from on my end, Jaden and his friends, uh, we just hit houses after houses. And one of the dads that was with us, well, there was only one dad and then another mom. This dad just he he like he knew the 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 path how to hit every house in these subdivisions and like maximize your time. Couple that with the fact that everything was laid out for people. It, we were, we were done within like, oh my goodness, an hour and a half. And we probably hit, uh, I don't know, Mandy, you can, how many houses are in there? Like we probably hit 80 houses. Oh, I, I got to think we got at least 80 houses and uh majority of them were giving out stuff. Some were not had lights out, but the kids didn't care. And they were running so fast from house to house. They would go to someone's house. that's not doing it. Just be banging on the door like crazy, which I have a question for you. At what point do you think you'll, will you ever stop giving out candy? I don't know. <laughs> I was I was looking at like all these houses that were giving out candy and then others that weren't, but people were clearly home and they just were not participating, which totally fine. But all these kids keep coming to the door, banging and knocking and knocking. And I thought, is it more stressful? Yeah. Like, is it more (laughs) stressful to not do it than to do it and like to just give in, set a bunch of stuff out and let kids go? Like, which is which is more stressful, do you think? Definitely hiding in your house, listening to people bang on your door. Right. Especially with this Halloween where you could just lay it out and no one's going to touch your house or door. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Uh, so for me, there was there was uh, Halloween and and we we enjoy Halloween. We have a lot of fun with it. I got locked out of the house and uh, Jaden and I were done before Mandy and everybody was done and I didn't think to bring my keys. So Jaden and I are sitting out in the step waiting for Mandy and Harmony to come back. And he's, I'm cold. He's totally happy. He's eating his candy. Um, but he's got a blue Tupperware container, like a big blue thing filled with candy. It's ridiculous <laughs> how much he got. And now that I'm like, I'm not eating junk food. So I, when I first saw it, I'm like, yes. And then I was like, oh, Halloween. Halloween sucks. Oh, just two. 
Just three. Halloween sucks now. That anyway, that's that's kind of you know the big news there. Life continues and and is good. Um, how, oh la, oh okay. Last thing, I got to go to the coolest. Um, I got to go to the coolest thing yesterday. A couple from our church from Nigeria just had uh, a brand new baby girl, their first their first child, and uh, and they had her. It's been nine days, but on the but the the tradition is on the eighth day to name to name the child. And so uh, we were invited. Um, I was invited and got to lead a worship song and Pastor Dave and Nadine were invited and, and Pastor, you know, preached and Pastor Nadine uh, get to pray. And there, Pastor Nadine's father, um, Reverend Arnold Stairs, he is uh, 94 and the guy is just phenomenal. But he, he had the honor of naming, they asked him if he would name the baby. Which at first I thought, does he get to pick the name? Because I've got some suggestions, but uh, but no, uh, they had the name, and I couldn't I couldn't pronounce the name if I if I tried. I think the English version will be Michaela, um, but it was it was so it was such a special moment of being there with this family as they welcome and name their daughter. Um, uh, yeah. I, you know, it's, one cool. of, it's, it's cool. It's one of those moments that will stand out like that, you know? Yeah. So there, that's, that's what was going on. How about you, my man? A little side note. Did you, cause you were talking about matching costumes. Did you see, um, Barber's costume? I did not. He was, so Aaron was Winnie the Pooh and he was a thing of honey. Like, and it was massive. And he's, I was like, nice costume. And he's like, yeah, it took me four days to make and I wore it for 10 minutes. <laughs> that sounded, that sounds like Matt. He's like, we had all the people over for a party before we trick or treated. I wore it for 10 minutes. And then when we were going out, Erin refused to wear her costume because it was too cold. <laughs> and he's like, I wasn't walking around by myself as a giant thing. Of honey. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Anyways. A little, a little uh, update on Matt for you. Mm. He's dressing up as honey. Uh, yeah, I got. So I'll talk about Halloween for for a minute. Um, we, I mean, our kids are still super young, so we're kind of not really pushing like the door to door thing crazy amount. So we decided we were gonna just go to like my like grandparents and and go to my parents house and just trick-or-treat at a couple spots yep and uh so we weren't even going to give out candy because we weren't going to be there but we had a halloween event at the church um like the night before or something like that and we had all this leftover candy and i was like well i'm just going to eat this so i'm (laughs) i'm just going to give it away so i literally stuck like a bin in our driveway with these like giant treat bags they're awesome treat bags tiffany was like you're setting some very unrealistic expectations <laughs> for, our, for our house and uh and then we left and we have a camera that points on our driveway so we're like we're gonna watch our camera all night and see if people are actually taking one bag and it's funny because it, we ran out quick like we we this is only sure. our second halloween on the street and last year we were in moncton so we have no idea how many people were going to come so we ran out quick so we're watching people come and like peer into the bin and like throw their arms up in the air and like leave and then tiffany's like oh this man just kicked our bin (laughs) it's like what she's like yeah 
and uh, we looked at it. it was it was a guy from our church <laughs> but <laughs> he was he was just being he knew it was our house he was just being dumb but it was hilarious she's like somebody just kicked our bin <laughs> but so that was our uh, trick or treating experience Can- Oliver had lots of fun though do you have that three houses do you have that footage <laughs> yeah <laughs> can Let's you see if i can pull i'll pull it up quick it's oh. not hard to find i don't think okay while andrew finds that let me just say this we ordered all of our chocolate and harmony's costume uh through amazon and and it got like ordered it with plenty of time and so it got shipped and then it got lost and all of our chocolate and Harmony's costume arrived yesterday. So you can't return oh, that, that chocolate. They, there's no returning chocolate. Uh, so we're going to return the dress. And I think Mandy has taken that chocolate um, to give out at school or something like that. So uh, if you do find the video, does it is the person's face like I, I don't the last thing we want to do is actually you know sh- oh no you would you wouldn't know i know i uh, wouldn't Matt barber sent me a message oh never mind i thought he was like watching i know that <laughs> i know that i wouldn't know the person uh, i can't find it i don't know how long my camera saves uh saves video oh anyways it probably wouldn't be that funny to watch my other story is uh i my car was due for inspection which is always like <laughs> Anxiety, ho, and it's like a, it's like a 2007 Pontiac G5, so it's got, it's got some years on it, mm. and I'm like, I knew there was some holes and stuff underneath, and so well, I was like, I'm gonna be proactive and, and try and fix these before the guy tells me to fix them, because if he tells me to fix them, he's gonna tell me to fix them right, <laughs> but if I fix them. I can fix them however way I want. That's right. So I went out, I went out and I had like body fill and I've done like minor things or like watched my dad do it or whatever. But I was like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. And I patched like four holes. I was like sanding and like, I as I'm sanding, like the, it's like coming apart because it's just like so bad. Anyways, I patched up like in an afternoon, I patched up like four holes and I like painted all the bottom of the, the car and stuff and then went to the the uh mechanic the next day he was like yeah you're all good to go i was like yeah i am <laughs> no problem whatever oh my word I, but i was so pumped because like normally like it would be a fortune to get that like actually fixed properly mm-hmm. um how big and not the, that it's like how big were the holes in the floors of your car they weren't well they weren't bad but he would want them like welded or whatever. And I just filled them with body fill, which also works. Uh, anyways, I was just super pumped that I did it and it passed inspection. It was like a big moment for me. Andrew, so. I'm, I'm, I have mixed emotions. One is pride. The other is fear. Uh, <laughs> Cause if you're, if- they weren't, they weren't big holes. They were just little holes. Well, Tim, but it doesn't matter if it's a little tiny hole or a big giant one. You still got to get it filled. And where were the holes? Were like, were they in the frame? Were they like? Oh, they're in like the the running on the, oh, the thing on the sides. What's that called? I the forget. wheel wells. No, no, the run. Nah. Running. Oh man, are there any men in chat? Um, 
making me we, i was ruining my story because i like was all manly and fixed my car and now i can't even remember oh and this is the car that your wife drives yeah it's fine she's she's fine she's fine because i fixed it really well what are those called uh, panels uh, runner uh, doesn't matter doesn't well, it, matter it, that's my story okay it may matter uh, all right, all right, all right. So you had a good Halloween and you fixed your car and what's um Lucas is going to end up being like Fred F- Flynn Flinston. I think she means Stone. I'm not Lucas, I'm Andrew. With the holes in the bottom of the car. Yeah. <laughs> That's true too. Uh, All right. Well, folks, why don't we continue on in our podcast and we're going to move into our SMORP. And for those that don't know, uh, SMORP is just a very simple acronym, which means scripture, message, obedience, repentance, and prayer. And we're going to look at a a piece of scripture here, uh, and then we're going to go through each one of these acronyms. And it's just a system, a way of working through these scriptures uh, with some guided questions. And if you want to participate in chat, we would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, it's great to have some conversation, and, and sometimes people say things that spark something in us. Well, that's actually exactly how it happens. Uh, this is a great conversational tool. Andrew or Andrew Kelsey also apologizes. Uh, and so, it's what, okay, I forgive you. So the we word, look alike. the Sorry. words will be on the screen uh, for you to read along with, and uh, and this one. This I actually chose the SMORP because it was the one that lines up with the actual SMORP document. Uh, and so there is a on our website, if you go to OxfordHolyClub.com, you can scroll down and you can get the document that we use. And for every day, there is a piece of scripture uh, that you can read. And then you can fill out, um, if you have a journal, you can go through the SMORP tool and, uh, and make it part of your daily routine. Uh, so I wanted to to get one that was actually on this day. It just happened to have some of the craziest names that need to be pronounced. So uh, <laughs> that that should be fun. So here we go, folks. We're gonna look at uh, we're gonna look at the Book of Acts, chapter thirteen, verses one to twelve. Now bear with me as I read this and look over here. Uh oh. Andrew, something happened. What? Uh-oh. It's got the wrong scripture up. Okay. Here we go. Why why didn't that save? Folks, we're we're building the ship as we're sailing here. Uh 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 uh. We're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stay tuned. All right, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. There we go. Now bear with me if you don't pronounce these words the same as I would. I have the microphone. Now, there were in the church at Antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, a lifelong friend of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then, after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So, 
Being sent out by the Holy Spirit, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogues of the Jews, and they had John to assist them. When they had gone through the whole island of Paphos, they came upon a certain magician, a Jewish false prophet named Bar-Jesus. He was with the proconsul. Man, so many big words. He was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence who summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. But Elimus, the magician, for that is the meaning of his name, opposed them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. But Saul, who was also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked intently at him and said, You son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, full of all deceit and villainy, will you not stop making crooked the straight paths of the Lord? And now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had occurred, for he was astonished at the teaching of the Lord. We don't need to hear that one again, right, Andrew? Oh, well, I feel like you could have just started at like verse six or seven. Well, we'll see what you have to say then. Uh, we're going to get into the SMORP tool now. Uh, the first part is scripture. What words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? What does this scripture tell you about the nature and the work of God? And you'll notice it says, write them down, and, and uh, we would encourage you, if you're so inclined, to get yourself a journal and make notes. So, Andrew, uh, was there something, word, phrase, observation from all of this that stood out to you, besides my destroying the names? Um. I guess uh, this is pretty simple, but just the the, the mention of the Holy Spirit um, mm-hmm. throughout it. Yeah. Uh, f- f- for me, that was it. Was the same thing. I, I, oh. I yeah. No, I I noticed. You know, it says uh, worshiping in the Lord. The Holy Spirit said, and then uh, later, where do we see it? Uh, Saul sent out by the yeah, Holy Spirit. Sent out by the Holy Spirit in verse four. Then in verse nine, filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, the other thing that stood out to me was so there was the Holy Spirit's role, and then the other part that stood out was the fact that there was someone specifically trying to what what Paul said make crooked the straight paths of the Lord. Uh, mm. That there there was an actual adversary working against them. Uh, so th- those two things were what stood out to me. Um, now, I think we should ask this question. It's part of the, the first part is, uh, what does this tell you about the nature and work of God? And maybe that's really getting into what we're thinking, both thinking for the message. Works through the Holy Spirit. <laughs> there, there you go. So the message part of the SMORP is, what do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or a promise? Do you have a question for God? And if so, why don't you write that question down? Uh, Andrew, I'm, I'm happy to toss to you or, or run with it. You just 
You go ahead. I'm thinking. So, well, the the message part for me was how important and integral the Holy Spirit is in in our in our day to day life, and and to our call for who we are. Not everyone is called to be a pastor and a preacher and and all that, but we are all called by God to minister however he calls us and he uses the holy spirit to do that so i'm i'm reading this and i'm seeing this scripture of being sent by the holy spirit and 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 the and it said earlier the holy spirit said set apart from me well we know that the holy spirit is spirit it, it's not it's not jesus in the flesh saying that it's the holy spirit and i guess they were worshiping the Lord and fasting and the Holy Spirit said, what if they hadn't been worshiping and fasting? Would they have heard hmm. what the Holy Spirit said? Excellent so, question. So the, the message for me is this, is am I, am I creating the time and space to actively listen? Hmm. Um, because God certainly demonstrates here that he has a plan for us and he uses the Holy Spirit to lead us and give very specific direction. It wasn't just set someone apart for, you know, whatever it was set, uh, set um, Barnabas and Saul for the work that I have. And not only that, then the Holy spirit sent them to a very specific place. It wasn't just, just, just walk here. You'll figure it out. Um, and then, then they arrived and they were doing what they were doing. Uh, and then where's the last one here? And, and when they came up, then they, so they're, they're out there doing the job. They've, they've heard from the Lord. He's, he's spoken to them. He's called them to a very specific place. And then he's filled them for the task at hand. Every step of the way, God provided everything that they needed in, in this moment, including coming up against direct opposition to the message. Um, so much so that, this guy winds up being blinded and because of the miraculous work of God uh, and the power presented there through the Holy Spirit, this pro-council pro council believed and uh, was astonished, right? Like, so for me, for me, the, the, the message part is about, am I creating the time and space to hear from the Holy Spirit? And when I do hear, will, will I be obedient to go? And, Will I let him equip and empower me for the work? And all of that revolves around me being open to the presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. There. There's my message. Man, oh man. You just nailed that. That was some good stuff. Oh, uh, well. You guys should rewind and rewatch that. that well, was, and, I, and I really mean that. That's good. Well, thanks, man. Makes me feel inadequate about what I'm about to say. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, uh, I'm just joking. But that was I, I. That was a good word. Um, so this may be a bit of a stretch here, but um, something that's kind of standing out to me. You could correct me. As I'm looking at verse 11, and now behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and unable to see the sun for a time. Immediately mist and darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking people to lead him by the hand. And I just think of this almost like metaphorical or something like along those lines where, you know, that's the reality of 
of mm. those who don't have Christ in their lives are not doing what you're, you just said, right? Um, you know, this guy was physically blind and in darkness, but um, there's so many people that are spiritually uh, blind and in darkness and are looking for people to lead them. And typically they're looking, you know, for the wrong people. Right. Um, And I don't know, that just stood out to me, you know, this, his priorities, right. They were all, they were all wrong. His, his priority was to, you know, bash um, Paul Barnabas and, and kind of make them look bad. And, and this is where it led him. Um, And I think that, uh, you know, we need to make sure our priorities are, are right and, and recognize when we may be kind of walking with our eyes closed or recognize mm. people around us that are, are walking blind and, and need our hand because they're grabbing for the wrong ones. I think, Andrew, I think you've made a really good point. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not just saying that I really do. Um, but the reality of those that aren't walking with the Lord, it's interesting that after being struck with blindness, like he was told it was the, the hand of the Lord that was uh, upon him. And now he's blind and he goes out looking for people to lead him by the hand. The, the pro council sees what happens and he believes in the Lord, but we see this other person, you know, come under the judgment of God and doesn't repent, but just goes out looking for people to, Hey, I'm blind now. Can you please lead me somewhere? Yeah. That's interesting that maybe, I don't know how to word what I want to say. I think you I'll said, be honest, you said it. my thing just froze and I didn't hear most of that. It, it, <laughs> it looked like you weren't blinking for a season there. Uh, no, I picked up the end there. I, I piece it together. Well, I was just, I was just saying it's interesting that this guy that, that gets turned blind doesn't uh, repent and, and, and mm. right where the pro council who was being led astray and he, he turns to the Lord seeing what happens, but this guy's like, no, I'm going to be blind. Someone show me, someone lead me where to go. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, good point. Uh, well, as is the case, the reason SMORP works so well is because of how easily things flow from one to another sequentially. And as often the case, as we talk about message, we start to, we start to communicate the obedience part. Uh, write down one step of obedience that you need to take today uh, or this week based on what God is revealing to you. M- mine's going to sound overly simplistic, perhaps. It is to take time to worship and, and fast and listen. Now, I'm not trying to parade my fasting you know, in front of people or anything like that. I guess what I'm saying is all of this began with, uh, with, with, with the disciples fasting and praying and and worshiping uh and then and then god spoke and if if i don't take the time to do that too i will not hear what the lord has mm. so for me the part of obedience is to 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 do that is to take time to worship and and listen i want to be more intentional about you know, looking for those people that are reaching out, trying to find the hand mm. and, and being, you know, and being that right hand. Um, and 
you know, I that's, that's pretty a good, much that's my good. it's pretty much my job, but but it's still something that you you know it's easy to lose you know focus or or direction, uh, and I just want to be more intentional, and that that goes along with you know listening to the Holy Spirit and that direction and things like that, um, but just. You know, and it's not as it's almost like you could just spin around a point and you're gonna find somebody that's hurting and needs help, right? Yeah. In this world. And so it's it's not like it's uh finding a needle in a haystack or anything, but just recognizing those moments where somebody's looking for that help. Mm, that's a good point. Uh very good point. And you've brought up my repentance part, but I'll I'll toss to you if that's uh Sometimes we skip over the repentance and the prayer part, or we say, uh, you know, we'll leave it to you. Andrew, does there anything that you wanted to, to add into this? I mean, I would definitely say that I need to be better at, at what I just mentioned. Yeah. And I've probably dropped the ball a bit, especially in the last eight months with things being so crazy and different. Um, so I would I would repent, you know, against my failures in terms of mm-hmm. being there and, and seeking people you know, the people that need help. I think not that I want to give a one-to-one corollary that like, I guess what I, what, if I could put very simplistic, what I see here is, is these guys listening to the Lord and following the leading of the spirit. And it led to the salvation of this pro council. So them taking the time led to the salvation experience for someone else. And I guess my repentance would be, Lord, forgive me for when I've busied myself to the point where I've become useless to the kingdom, mm. where I'm, you know, doing and doing good, <laughs> doing good things in the church and and running good programs. But I, you know, forgive me, Lord, for the first thing that I do when I sit down at my desk in the morning is flip open my email and... Or, or you know what I mean, and I've become useless yeah. because I'm not worshiping and I'm not listening. I am, I'm being busy, and and I don't want to take this to the extreme, but it, this is just where my mind is. Like it makes it makes me wonder how many people, and I'm not going to live in this space with guilt over this, if that makes sense. But like I wonder how many people are not in the kingdom because I didn't listen, I didn't worship and listen to the Holy Spirit. Now. Mm. I'm not trying that's to. Good thought. I'm not trying to guilt trip myself, but but that's just where my brain went. Yeah, no, I like that. That's that's a good point. The uh, the last part of our smorp is prayer. To spend time thanking the Lord for all of His blessings and uh, and pray for anything, anyone that He lays on your heart, and write down your prayers. This is important because if you can go back and look at your journals later, it will be interesting to see how He's answered prayer. Um. You know what? I am thankful that when Jesus ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit um, because it's the Holy Spirit that is active and with us right now. And the fact that we are talking about this right now, also, we need to be thankful that the Lord has been patient and long-suffering with us. I think I shared this on Sunday um, during our smorp there, but I recently heard on the radio, any every time, anytime you screw up, or sin and don't get struck immediately by lightning is evidence of God's patience and grace mm-hmm. and giving you another chance to get it right, to come home 
and and he knows we're not perfect, but I'm thankful for another day, another opportunity to have this conversation and to and to actually act on it, not not just you know. Mm. Well, that was great podcast, <laughs> and then be done. Yeah, because it's about transformation, not information. Anyway, Andrew, what are you thankful for, my man? Mm. My family. I mean, that's pretty cliche, but I'm pretty grateful for my entire family. Absolutely. 100%. Both of us says we should be. Uh, Andrew, we're going to toss to you. So that's, that's been our smart folks. And if that's something that, um, that has resonated with you, that method of going through, uh, go to our website, oxfordholyclub.com. You can download the document. Uh, just scroll down. You'll see a picture that says SMORP and, and the instructions are all there. You can print it off or have it on your mobile device, whatever you'd like. Uh, it's, just a, it's a great tool. There's lots of great tools out there, but uh, I've really been enjoying this one. All right, we're going to toss to Andrew and a new segment with Andrew. Are we get, are all we, right. Are we going to do Marketplace? What, what was it called? Marketplace? Um, uh, Marketplace Madness? Market, where, where Andrew goes off on some overpriced stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Uh, <laughs> Would you like to listen to me rant about somebody wanting too much money for their items? I know Play I would. Chat. I know I would. Anyway, we're going to toss to Andrew in a would you rather. Yeah, would you rather. So I'm going to give us a scenario, and we just need to discuss which one we would rather do. And this one's close to home for us. I picked this. I think it was Tiffany who actually suggested it. Uh, but it really, it really hits home for us. So would you rather give up Xbox for a month or your phone? And now I, I immediately I'm like, well, I know what would be the more inconvenient one to give up the phone, <laughs> which would be the phone. But I really like Xbox too. I uh, I at the time well, because you can stream your Xbox to your phone and you can yeah I was thinking the same thing start some vent the system you can nice that was awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good old Arrested Development joke. <laughs> um, it, okay. in I don't want to give up either. However, I feel at this, at this particular moment, I think I could give up. I think I could give up. I don't want to, I don't want to say it because what happens if it happens? <laughs> yeah, you have to do it in I, real life. I think I could give up the Xbox for a month. Um, my phone, although, okay, I think I could give up the Xbox easier than the phone, although I would love to be able to give up the phone for a month. I was just going to say, it actually would probably be healthier to give up the phone than yes. to give up video games. I, I would absolutely love to do that. So uh, I would, I got to, uh, it's so hard because I still need to, like, so much of our work is tied in through our phone. You can use. Do you have a phone in your office? Uh, no, but you're right. Landlines are they still a thing? <laughs> yeah, I have an office phone. I was asked, I'm like somebody's like you get a call. I'm like, how do I answer it? Ah. <laughs> uh, so guess I just l- looked over to my right for a second and realized I didn't hit record on the audio recording. Good. I'm glad. Oh man. 
That's okay. I can get it from this Facebook video. I guess I would have to give up. I I would give up the phone for the month. Samesies. Mainly because I think it would be healthy. I think it'd be harder, but I think it would be a healthy thing. Yeah, I think I, I honestly was just more being selfish about the fact that I wanted to play Xbox, but it actually would be healthier to give up the phone uh, and just use like a landline or email mm-hmm. or whatever. I haven't talked to Mandy about this, but um, like Harmony has a phone that that she used. We got her a phone a while ago or Christmas. It was my old iPhone 8 Plus or whatever. Um because we wanted to get her a video camera and like the software for doing videos and stuff, but it was cheaper just to give her my old phone that was in perfect condition than go buy a computer, go buy a camera and, and the software and all that. Anyway, um, but she loves it because she's a you know she's an eleven year old kid, so of course she, she loves it. And Jaden loves the technology. I haven't talked to Mandy about this, but I um, recently upgraded my my network infrastructure at my home, we've got a mesh network and I've got all kinds of control over each individual device. Now I can pause service to each individual device and all this different stuff. And I thought I could just, I could create a profile that has all the kids devices on it. And a certain day it, the internet just flakes. Sorry, kids. (laughs) That's broke. No, I've been on the phone for hours. No YouTubes. No, Right. And, and force them. I mean, I'm a parent. If we want them off their devices, we tell them and we get them off it and we deal with the consequences of having cranky kids. But if you can blame the internet, Mm. nobody's the bad guy. It's always the internet's fault. It's always the internet's. All right, Andrew, we've both chosen the same thing. Let's get, let's get out of here, my man. All right. You can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. You can throw up the hashtag OH Club and, uh, we would also love a five-star rating on iTunes. And Ooh, if yeah. you give us a five-star rating, we'll read it on the air. Yeah, we will. Not only that, but you what? can send your questions. If you have a tiebreaker Ooh. or just a question maybe about the SMORP, you can visit OxfordHolyClub.com. Send us your questions through there. You can also browse our super sweet merch. What was that website again? www.oxfordholyclub.com. I thought I'd try to be your hype man. How was it? What was the experience like? Was it? All right. Well, we don't pay to advertise, folks. So any growth that we have, well, guys, it comes from you clicking that share button on the Facebook. So if you could click that share button, we'd really appreciate it. I'm stalling until the musical cue. Uh, Wait, Bradley, that's lying. Hold on. Podcast not over. My mother just came into chat and said, Bradley, that's lying. The internet thing. Oh, the internet thing? Mom, that's not lying. I won't tell them that the internet... Oh...